Hey, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, Pat. What's up? <laughs> Hold on. I got to think of something. No, no. You should have said, what's up? <laughs> Whatever it takes. Pat Rachel will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And ding, 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 a heartthrob has entered the chat. I'm your old <laughs> pal, Pat, and it's not me. It's mm -mm. not me, but we've been talking about the lack of heartthrobs in Rach. I kind of think we might have our heartthrob. What do you think? Really? You think? You think Jake is a heartthrob? I think he is a heartthrob. Yes, okay. I think he okay. is a traditional, like, um, swoony boy. Mm -hmm. I guess swoony wouldn't be the right way to put it because then it would be sound like he is swooning. But yeah, a yeah. swoonable he, over boy. He seems a little bland in my mind, but well, sure. Yeah. I would agree with you that he's mm -hmm. bland in, like, the fact that he just, like, looks like a Lawrence brother. Yeah. But at the same time... <laughs> There's like a little bit Luke like Lawrence. I think it's like the whole thing at the end with Claire, mm -hmm. the kind of like, hey, I'm just gonna kiss you thing. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, were you fanning yourself while you watched it? I do declare, I do declare, I do declare. Oh, Grimes Beach, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just saying, I don't know yet. I've only seen one episode. What's his name? Jake. Jake. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know how they say a heartthrob has entered. It's like a text thing. And uh, someone has entered the chat. That's mm -hmm. what they say. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. How are you doing? My good friend, Rach. I'm doing all right. I started back to work this week. So, yeah, you um, back on the labor force, back on the labor force. It's been, uh, an interesting adjustment because I'm go I'm back at the same job, but the job is very different. Things changed Ooh. a lot, so it's but in a good way. I'm happy about it, but I'm just like getting used to it again. That's the sound of the man working on the chain gang. That's you. <laughs> that's me. Working on, the, working on chain the chain gang. Down. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear you're back employed, getting. Get hustling. That's what they say. You got to hustle. Yeah. Yeah. It took a lot this week just to get my paid Zoom account back. I just keep emailing mm. HR to like reopen it for me. <laughs> oh, no. You were on those Zoom meetings and they were shutting off well, after 55 minutes. I was on a Zoom meeting minutes. and it gave me the 40 minute warning. And I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, boy. You don't want to get tossed off. Nowadays, it's so like for a while, we were all coasting on that yeah. hour long one. I was just like, oh, no one's doing this like for real. Yeah. But then, man, oh, man, you look look like a real rube if you get kicked off after 40 minutes now yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot what do you, an hour right you get an hour no it's 40 minutes oh it's 40 was it an hour no it's always 40 minutes you would just like hop back on the zoom you're like i'm not paying for this shit i'm gonna hop back on here but can we talk about how zoom didn't exist before the pandemic like isn't that fucking nuts yeah they just like made this thing i mean i think they technically did exist it's just no one used it right god do you, I mean, I don't, they, I mean, a great business model that and Pelotons did great until they stopped is, doing great. Is there a world where zoom, the zoom people created COVID possibly because who, who, um, who benefited everyone, yeah, yes. the most from this? 
Definitely not the uh, office space landlords. Certainly not. Certainly not. It was Zoom. No one had heard of Zoom. And now Zoom is zero, like, is, is yeah. like Kleenex. I never used Zoom for work. I used Skype or mm-hmm. Google Meet previous mm-hmm. to the pandemic, um, both of which still exist. But every person on God's green earth has a Zoom account now. It, well, fucking not, not every person, obviously, but you know what I mean. Like but plenty a, of people, a lot of people. Guys, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to like take Rachel's stories, but she might not tell you this, and I have to be the one to tell you that Rachel is right now in her house, sitting in front of me, and she's clad in a vintage, my friends. Razor blade Bush razor blade suitcase tour t shirt from like fucking 90. What year would that be? 97, maybe 98. And I can't even believe it. And tell us the story, Rach. Where'd you get this t shirt? Um, I did not go to that tour, I didn't see Bush until 1999. Mm. Um, so I'm like, actually, chemicals between us that tour. Yeah, I think it was like after Gavin Rossdale dyed his hair red. So I was like, I don't think I bought it at that tour. I think I probably bought it online somewhere early days of the internet Uh, from a catalog. Maybe. I don't know. I used to get like, (laughs) I was like an early rockabilia. I was an early eBay advocate. I don't know how I paid for things on eBay because I didn't have a credit card when I was 14, but I was fucking buying stuff off eBay as a teenager. How were you doing that? I don't know if I sent a money order to people or what, but were you getting money orders at 14? Maybe I don't, I got, I bought so much silver chair stuff from people in Australia. <laughs> you love Silverchair. I did. It was so hard to find. Um, What's I your have favorite Silverchair album? Neon Ballroom. Is that the best one? I think so. Because mm. they're I'm not I'm not familiar. Yeah, really. yeah. I don't really. I think know their them. earlier ones are good, but they're not as epic. And they're gr- like you know the first one is just like a grunge album, like just copying. Frog stomp. Yeah, copying all the grunge stuff, and then Freak Show's not Pe- that. It's great. actually is, is that is it called? Peace Frog Stomp or Peace Frog Stomp. <laughs> Pat is not familiar with the Peace Frog. Yeah, we we we. The I am in shock. This. I had Peace Frog T-shirts when I was like in middle school that I wore until they fell apart. I don't know. I think that 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 dichotomy dichotomy is that the right word? That gap of four years. But yeah, between but us. I don't think it was just middle schoolers who were those four years between us. <laughs> but yeah, I'm wearing those four years between us means I didn't know peace frog. I when I was uh preteen early teenage years I had a lot of oversized t-shirts like band t-shirts because they either came in huge sizes or it was just like the style to wear things that were really oversized uh that was when jinko jeans were really popular too I didn't have any but you know people liked them I had them and I was like searching through all of my t-shirts I'm like I just want something that's not like tight fitting like what is what do I own that's like loose fitting and I had to like pull out this box that's under my bed that has all the clothes that I just want to hold on to from like mm-hmm. teenage years. And I, I was like, Oh, old concert it. t-shirts. And then I was like, this is my new, this in like black bike shorts is like my new summer I'm, vibe. I'm so Oversized. into it. I'm so fucking it's got, into it. It's got a blue sunflower on the front of it. It's pretty cool. Razor blade suitcase is also like a very underrated album. Okay. If you say so. You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think Bush is like a good band. 
<laughs> Bush is a band that like we love, but is like bad, like actively. I, but I mean, we like. Th- I don't say I'm not like being like I don't like yeah. them. They come yeah. on lithium, and I fucking come down. I fucking yeah. go whoa, yeah. put that, put the volume up. But yeah. it stinks. Um, today on lithium, they were. <laughs> We haven't talked about. I feel like we haven't talked about lithium in a while. No, I haven't been listening to lithium recently. Let's get let's let's get the bingo card up because the kids love it. Um, mm-hmm. Today on lithium, there was like you know how sometimes it'd be like, hey, it's uh, Evan Dando, and you're listening to fucking whatever it is. So they did one of those, but it was our uh, one of our best friends, Ooh. our greatest pals, Ed Kowalczyk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. You nailed like, it on the first else? try. We're talking about Bush. We're also talking about live. <laughs> you nailed it on the first try. And it was, it was like, one of the chads. From yeah, it was live. one of the chads. So, and he goes, he was talking about uh, the song "Selling the Drama," and he was like, "Selling the Drama" was the first single from uh, "Throwing Copper," and you know, back when it came out, all I envisioned was playing get, getting this song played on uh, mm-hmm. college radio and like our college radio station it's all i ever thought of and then he goes <clears throat> and who would have known it would be the beginning of a 30 plus year excellent career in music and i was like dog i mean come on it was a good couple of years and i'm not <laughs> saying you're not still around and you still are doing it but let's not act like the uh-huh. last 20 were a fucking uh-huh. party like come on oh my bro. god <laughs> Speaking speaking of the late 90s, my parents are going to visit my sister in June and they asked if I wanted to go because if I went to visit, then I could be on the guest list for Semisonic and Bare Naked oh. Ladies, which Semisonic is not touring on the East Coast with them. And I was like, you know, I don't care enough. <laughs> no. I got other things to do. Here's what the here's the answer to the question. I don't care enough to not have the house to myself for yeah. <laughs> a number of days. I get the house to myself for a week. I don't. And also, if I go out there, I'm going to have to work from out there and I'm going to be sleeping on a couch a and I'm not going to have a door to close. I can't do that. No. I love music and bands. I love seeing them live. It's one of my favorite things yeah. in the world, as I know it is yours. I, if it were coming here, I would go. There's no band in the world I would sacrifice five days alone in my house for at all. Like, I don't even think if someone was like, here, hey, Pat, you can have five days in your house alone or you could go see Bruce Springsteen and go backstage and meet him. And I think I would pick five days alone in the house. Yeah. Because what am I going to say to Bruce Springsteen? Also, meeting people is really underrated. I hate it. I hate it. It's my least favorite thing. I don't. I really don't like feeling like a fan. I really struggle no. with that. I want people I'm to just think way. I'm cool. And so I just cannot. We are, we are one in the same. Yeah. In that respect, we like we have a lot of things. That is a very true. I feel the same way. Yeah. And I get very awkward and I don't want to. I don't. I never. Yeah. I'm just not good at it. I'm not I've, good at being like. Yeah. It's sometimes it's worked out it, in my favor. I've had great conversations with people, but I've also had ones where I walked away and I've cringed so hard. And I just was like, I wish I had never done that. I met. Tanya Donnelly, who's mm-hmm. the lead singer of Belly, mm-hmm. one of my all-time favorite bands, and she was also in The Breeders and mm-hmm. Throwing Muses, and she's just one of my icons, my the, one of my most treasured mm-hmm. heroes. Mm-hmm. And Belly, you know, famously had two albums, and then she was like, I can't do this anymore. And she did her own, she went, went solo, mm-hmm. and all those things are great as well. But Belly reunited, I'm going to say this is like five or six mm-hmm. years ago, and 
they played a bunch of nights and I went to every one of them because mm-hmm. I, this is my heart. And it was, one of them was at the Bowery ballroom for you, New York people, you know, the Bowery mm-hmm. ballroom, the setup is you walk in, you walk downstairs, it's a bar. Mm-hmm. That's where you hang out. And then you go back upstairs. It's like a roundabout. You go back upstairs and that's the, where the stage goes. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times after the show, you go back downstairs, you just hang out at the bar for a while and then the bands show up mm-hmm. and they hang out for a while. Yeah. And listen, this woman is, what am I going to say to this person? Like, Oh my God. Like my life was changed by your music when I was a teenager. And now you're going to feel old. Cause I say this cause I'm old. Yeah. And it was just, and look, she was wonderful mm-hmm. and nice. I took a picture with her. I look like an asshole in the picture. Cause I'm just like <laughs> kind of crying and like, it, it's just dumb. Yeah. Like I just feel dumb. It's, it's such an awkward thing. And I really struggle with that feeling of like, I want to show you how much I appreciate you, but I want it to be like, uh, we both appreciate this conversation about how much I appreciate you. Yes, exactly. I don't want to make you feel weird. I just want to be, cause everyone here feels this way about yeah. you for the most part. Yeah. Everyone here. I'm not special. No. You've changed the lives of most of the people here. Yeah. So what am I going to do? Just say that? That's why, I would, I, that's why when I worked at like uh, concert venues, I really liked going to shows of bands that I didn't care about because I didn't feel that right. way then. And it's like, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. But yeah, it, the best uh, the best celebrity that I met that I obviously love was like Damon Albarn when he was so drunk and I was coming out of the bathroom and he was about to go in and I asked him if I could take a picture with him. And he was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's great. I would like to, I'd rather like sit with him and be like, so you're watching Succession's fucked up, right? Like that's- Yeah, what- I just want to have a, well, so, you know, this Damon Albarn thing happened, it happened like this time of year, but it was like nine years ago. And later that year was the first time that I met Uncle Dan from Semisonic. Right. And I'm like, this is like, this is not an awkward, like, oh, I'm a huge fan of your music thing. It's like, they were hosting the rehearsal dinner for my sister's wedding at their house. <laughs> Yeah, and you're not a big semi-sonic fan. No, but they were the first band I ever saw live because they were at the festival that was my first concert and they played first that day. So they have a And that's a great great story. And they do. And but then he was asking me all about what bands I liked from the 90s and I told him about how I I had just met Damon Albarn and how much I love Blur and he was telling me how great they are, but then he was telling me like crazy stories about other people too. And so, but I don't need to meet the other two guys in semi-sonic. And then the bare naked lady guys, like there's the one who was on Degrassi and then the other one got kicked out because he was an asshole. I mean, to be fair though, now that I I forgot about that. And now I'm like, wait a minute. He was, (laughs) he was on the show. He played a teacher on the show on more than one episode. Maybe it is your duty. You're duty bound by this podcast to go and at least talk to him about Degrassi. It's Ben. I love that we both have that same thing about meeting famous people. Like, yeah, it's not it's, that I don't want to do it. Like, if it if the if it happens, it's fine, you know. But like, it's just awkward. It's like being a tourist too. I hate being a tourist. That's actually that's actually why I really struggle with going to concerts now. Was that when I was younger, I thought that I was going to work in music, and it was really important to me, and all I cared about. And now that I don't have any role in it whatsoever anymore i feel really awkward being at concerts really i would almost yeah. think that'd be more freeing because then it's i like, wish but yeah. yeah 
I think that I had a lot of passes for things. And so I feel like when I'm just uh, a norm in the audience, it feels weird. Yeah, fucking loser. You're right now. And I have to pay for tickets. Oh my God. I wanted to go see Janet Jackson last week, but the tickets were like hundreds of dollars. You couldn't get it. You couldn't get a a swipe. (laughs) (laughs) If. I know that's my favorite Janet song. I know. Me too. That's my favorite Janet song. We've talked about that before. Do you know who the last person we put in the Degrassi Hall of Fame was? Um, Ham Sandwich. No, dude, that was a long really? ass time. Really? Okay. Um, then I don't know. Do you want me to give you the rundown? Yeah, yeah. Go through, go through the list. Go through the list. The only reason I bring it up is because I was just leafing through my notebook and I. <laughs> I found the page that has all. I was wondering if you wanted to add someone to it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. I mean, he's uh, no, no, I don't. Alicia Keys, of course, was the first entrant. <laughs> and I've forgotten that Alicia Keys was in it. She's the first entrant. I was uh-huh. a really on one about Alicia Keys that day. I don't really, yeah. I, I don't really know why. I'm not a big Alicia Keys fan. She's fine. And my, uh, yeah, <laughs> she's I have no, the, no she, ill will towards her. She's the reason we started the whole thing. Uh, the second person, of course, the bassist from the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. And then the next person was a big fight that we had, but 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 ultimately Miss Piggy ended up in the Hall of Fame, which I, so far, stand by that's the best person in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Then, of course, we put in Frank Oz, because he's mm-hmm, the voice of Miss mm-hmm. Piggy, so that was a two-person deal. Then we have, of course, Ed Kowalczyk, who we had talked about already, who there's no more deserving member of the Hall of Fame on the Dean Hall of Fame than Ed Kowalczyk. Oh, oh hands down. Hands then down. it's Ham Sandwich. Okay. And then this is where it gets fun. Then it's Yukon Cornelius, which is true. Yeah, yeah, true. Then Beyonce. Some for some reason we put Beyonce in. I don't know why. I don't remember that. Yeah. Then this is a good one. <laughs> Tom Morello's mother, Mary Morello, from the show, <laughs> the Serious XM show that they do together. But Tom Morello is going into the actual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so God bless him. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't need this one. Fuck him. No, he's good. He's and then good. we definitely put these people in together. This is the last group of people that we put in. Michael okay. Grassy, Shelley's Garrow, and Sud Sutherland. Oh, our three faves. I wish that we could get the three of them on this show. They're, that's all That's all I care about. We are going to have to put someone They probably don't know each other well. <laughs> yes, they do. You're crazy. Oh, they do are different eras. Suds, I bet you Suds and uh, Shelly know each other. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about Michael Grassy. Probably going to have to put someone new in. I know someone named Nathan Grassy, so it's not like it's an unheard of name. And he doesn't work on I the know. show? It's that name sounds he just like the show. He doesn't. I know. He, he, he fucked up. He should have known his name sounds just like the show. Yeah. We're not here to talk about any of these things. If by Janet Jackson, the Hall of Fame, uh, bare naked ladies, being a fan at concerts, and how weird that can sometimes be for us. No, we're here to talk about Degrassi. Yay! Literally wrote down Passion Pit montage. It's not Passion Pit. I thought it was Passion Pit. Wait, it's not? No, I also thought it was Passion Pit. Oh my God, who is it? I also thought it was Passion Pit. It is The Naked and Famous. Really? The song is called Young Blood. I don't know any of the words except for. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I know, I thought that was a Passion Pit song. All of that music of that time that sounded Sounded like that sounded exactly like that. Passion Pit, Foster the People. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Remember Foster the People? Oh, yeah. Was that the one that... Who was it who heard... Was that Matt Bonanno who heard a bunch of kids shouting the words out of a bus? That is me. And the that was you. And that it's not Foster the People. Foster the People. I forget all of these. It was This is a great story, by the way. Okay. So (laughs) so this is the story. I was walking on 31st Avenue. This is like the middle of the day. 31st Avenue by my old apartment on on 29th Street and 31st Avenue. And across the street from me is a school bus filled with high school kids. They were obviously like coming from a like field trip or something. And they are singing that the, that Jack Antonoff's band Fun, that song, Tonight we are young, we're gonna set the world on fire. Like, it was out of a movie. They were all singing it. It was fucking beautiful. And I was like, God bless the youth. In my mind, it was always elementary school kids, which made it that much like better. Well, they might have been. I don't know that. They, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, tell. yeah, yeah. I assumed it was high school kids, just because like I don't know if the elementary mm-hmm. school kids know that song at the time. Maybe they did, but it was like a beautiful scene, and they were all just like I could hear them singing the song, and oh it was gorgeous. God, and now it. all of those people are thirty years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna set the world on fire. They probably <laughs> half of them probably voted for Donald Trump. No one's setting the world on fire. Well, they are because they're storming the Capitol. And it We're here to talk about Degrassi. Not Passion Pit either, apparently. No, naked and famous. Why, why did more than one band sound like that? One was plenty and I'm glad that trend ended. I think Passion Pit was the best of the bunch, though, because that that one Passion Pit album is very good. Yeah, not even the first. I one. saw them live a couple times. The real fucked up one where he was like all fucking weird and writing weird songs. That mm-hmm. was a good album. I don't remember what it was called. More specifically, we're talking about Degrassi. So we've been two parters, two parters, two parters for a whole season. Mm-hmm. Then we open the next season with two parters. Then we have this Three episode is a one part single Three. episodes, and then it's just back and to two parters. And then it's all two parters. I don't I know what the thought no was. No idea what happened production wise with the show that they had three single episodes corrections corner this isn't really a corrections corner this is more of a also adding on to something i Mm -hmm. talked about in the last episode the landry tyra storyline that sunk season two of friday night lights Mm -hmm. i it may have been a network note to sexy up the show but it was also the writer strike season Oh, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I found out that also there was talk about how like maybe that's why it was so bad because gotcha. they had to they couldn't finish writing the season or whatever. Yeah. Somebody alerted me to that. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Anyway. Uh so this is we're talking about Degrassi episode eleven oh three. It's the eleventh season and the third ep- the third episode of the 11th season mm-hmm. of Degrassi uh 233rd episode but because of all the two parters like we've been dealing with and we'll deal with again but not now evidently it's the 170th 
proper story of Degrassi. Name of the episode of Love Game is Love Game. Mm -hmm. Love Game's a Lady Gaga song, and I'm excited to get into it. Oh, really? So, Rachel. Yeah. What's your favorite Lady Gaga song? Stephanie German. I'm curious now what you're excited to get into. I love this. I love this artist. One of my fucking tops. Oh, it's funny. Gaga is someone who I have a lot of respect for, but I can't say that I like spend a lot of time listening to her music. Oh boy. Like I feel like that about uh, Taylor Swift. I think she's great. I just don't really care either. I'm like, that's fine. I listen mm. to it sometimes, but I don't go out of my way to, to listen to things. Not a Swifty. Not a, not a gagaite. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I was like thinking through, and I was like, you know, I really only know the singles, um, and at that, the older ones. I don't know the, her more recent stuff um, because I don't go to grocery stores often enough or spin classes that would play. <laughs> Spin classes, yes. Grocery stores, not so much. Yeah, probably not. Uh, grocery stores are playing more like 80s hits. No, 90s stuff, too. Definitely 90s stuff, too. Yeah, I definitely was like singing to myself the last time I was in the grocery store to whatever song I heard. It was great. But I think that she's great. I think she's very talented. Um, when, when I was thinking about it, I was like, what songs do I, did I actually really like, though? And unfortunately, the one that I did really like, and I used to put it on workout mixes a lot is do what you want that used to feature r kelly and now you can only find the christina aguilera version of it dog what are you even on about what is what are you on right now are you kidding me <laughs> lady gaga the breath even if all you care know is the singles the singles no no but i'm telling but, but i'm telling you i really liked that song right. um but but it's also just one of those things. And then the music video was directed by Terry Richardson. It's just like such a bad look. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love this. This is just like building on building on building on building on predator on predator on predator. What I also find funny and the whole reason I didn't know it was R. Kelly for a while. It was because I used to hear it in spin class and I was like, this song is fucking awesome. It is a good song. <laughs> and then. um. But I was like thinking about it and I was like, that was like 2013. And I'm like, by then, like no one should be working with R. Kelly. Like <laughs> what 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 is that art pop? What what Gaga song is that even on? Album is I don't know what on? album that's on. Yeah. Um, but it's like around that time period. You're not gonna pick uh the song from Top Gun Maverick? I didn't even know she did one because she was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, did she win? I think she won the Oscar. No, maybe not. I don't think maybe she a did. Disney song. I didn't watch the maybe. Oscars. I was in New Zealand. Oh, that's I right. Missed the song. What song are you talking about? Uh, do what you want. You know, I was like, that's a good song. I don't even think I fucking know this song <laughs> well now you can only hear the christina aguilera version of it because but what uh, do you they mean removed... the christina aguilera they sing to he, so she sings he, with christina aguilera. no 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 lady gaga and r kelly sang the original version and then there was a remix where christina aguilera sang instead of r kelly and then they removed uh... are the r kelly ones from all the streaming services and from all of the new productions of albums I don't think I know this song. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a great song. I don't think I know this it's song. It's a fine, dancey kind of workout song, but it's like one that I, I appreciated. And 
the lyrics also, I was like a little bit, I was like, this feels inappropriate also, but it's like kind of talking about how, you know, the media can do whatever it wants, but like, she's still going to have her, uh, like her thoughts, her ideas, her soul. But was it controversial that she was on a song with R Kelly in fucking 2013? No, it wasn't until 2019 that it was controversial, but that's what I'm saying that I'm like, we all knew like R Kelly was a bad person in the early 2000s. (laughs) Right, right, right. R Kelly has been bad for, I mean, R Kelly married Aaliyah. She was like 15. And she defended the choice to do the song with him at the time. And then later was like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. And so then, you can't find oh, that version anymore. But I was just like thinking today, I was like, oh God, of course this is the one that I had liked the most. Um, but the other I, telephone is a great single. I like that song a lot. That's my speed. Well, I mean, what, what do you got against fucking one of the greatest songs of all time? Bad romance. Oh, I don't what like do you got against? Romance. Oh my God. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm telling you. That just don't What do you got against I've got weird one of the greatest songs of all time? Uh Alejandro, Alejandro. You know, or you paparazzi. Know I'd, have no, I'd have no trouble meeting Lady Gaga. Oh, she's a fucking New York queen, baby. You can't mm-hmm. dude. Oh, we all hail. Mm-hmm. We stand a New York City queen. Gaga, baby. Give it to me good. Uh paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Do you love me? Oh God, what a mm-hmm. song! That's a good song. I love Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata. Mm-hmm. I love her. I particularly love her in the era that is Fame Monster, Born This Way. Mm-hmm. That with that two album. That's stint. the most that I know. Also, I can't believe you don't like bad romance. Oh, I, I just don't, it's just not for me. I don't know why. I just never cared for that song. You don't like the chanting. Yeah. That has not stopped me from going to dance class to learn the choreography, but I was going to say, there's no, literally that's what I was going to say. Uh There's no fucking way you haven't been to a bad romance dance class. Monster hands Uh, in that. It's a lot of, uh, it's a little thriller. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's fucking the sister. It's the daughter of thriller. Mm -hmm. Stepneys. My favorite Lady Gaga song is, um, Shallow. It's shallow, well, isn't it? Edge of Glory. Oh, I, dude, shallow fucking. Shallow is a beautiful song. It is. It is. And I will go so far as to say, I don't, if you are a heartless human being, if you don't have, if that song doesn't at least get you, dude, it must be hard being so hardcore, is all I'm saying. It must be hard <laughs> being so hardcore. Shallow fucking rules. It's a good song. I was just trying to make a joke. No, but I think <laughs> I think you were gonna think I was gonna shit on it because it is a make. It is definitely a make funnable song. Yeah. Star is born. Ten out of ten. No notes. Perfect movie. Great <laughs> fucking movie. Well, actually, I have one note. Yeah. And it's the uh, grocery store parking lot scene. A little bit much. It's a little mm, bit much. Yeah. Other yeah. than that. Andrew Dice Clay, give it to me. The he pees in his pants, give it to me. Her singing at his spoiler alert for fucking Star is Born, the a movie that's been made ten times. If you don't know how it ends, he dies. 
<laughs> her singing at his funeral. Fucking, he's great in that movie. Look. Yeah, what happened to Bradley Cooper? What are you talking about? Bradley Cooper's fucking jamming. He's, I mean, he was at the Met Gala. I just feel like no one talks about him anymore. <laughs> have you seen A Star is Born? Yeah, I have. Oh, did you, I did. Did I you did. think it was great? I, I enjoyed it. I think, I can't remember if I had notes. It's been so long since I saw it. Well, you definitely had notes. There's I definitely no, like, had you notes. You have notes for Citizen Kane, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did have notes for Citizen Kane. <laughs> you got a bunch of notes for Casablanca. You're like, hey, you know, I don't know about this character. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we love you. That's why we love you. Yeah, I'm here with notes. Uh, I love A Star is Born. I, I'll see it a hundred more times. So good. Bradley Cooper directed that. Look, it's the last thing I will watch Dave Chappelle in. Mm-hmm. For my life. My favorite uh, Lady Gaga song is You and I. Something, something about this place. I love when Lady Gaga's doing a Bruce Springsteen and she does it mm-hmm. twice on Born This Way. She does it once on You and I. Something about my cool Nebraska guy. Something about baby, you and I. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm dying. I'm I'm dying in my chair right now. How good that song is. Oh my god. I didn't oh. know you were such a big Gaga fan. You and I is so great because it's for no reason whatsoever there's an umlaut over the you. Oh, I know. Yeah, I recognize that now. I've seen that. And a lipstick on your face. I love that. That's one of my fucking favorite songs. It's so um uh, earnest and heartfelt it's her doing bruce springsteen and then of course that unborn this way the album that is the second to last song on the track list Mm -hmm. second to last song and then the last song i'm picking you and i but tomorrow i would pick uh edge of glory which is the last song Mm. on born this way i'm on the edge of glory and i'm hanging on a moment with you and not only is she doing Bruce Springsteen, but Clarence Clemens, God rest his fucking beautiful soul, mm-hmm. plays saxophone on that very track. I believe it's the last recording Clarence Clemens ever did. He's in the video. Mm-hmm. You call it music video. I just call it a video. Mm-hmm. They're on the steps. God bless. Also Shallow. Shout out Shallow. Great song. Shout out Tony Bennett. <laughs> oh, I loved her Tony Bennett relationship. <laughs> Shout out fucking House of Gucci. She should have been nominated for an Oscar. Everyone was like, she was mad that she wasn't nominated for an Oscar. And everyone was like ma- making fun of her. She should have been nominated for a fucking Oscar for House of Gucci. Lady Gaga, one of the great entertainers of our time. Mm-hmm. Let's dance. Bada beep ba 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 do ba boop and just dance. Those are the words. Yeah, but it's up say ga do ba doop and just dance. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Rach, we're done. That's the show. I say four out of ten goes there. I did not know you were such a big gaga fan. Dude, I she's in our bones. She's in New York. Mm-hmm. She's a, a New Yorker. She's just in our bones. She just came yeah. out swinging. She's a fucking weirdo. She probably should never have gotten so famous, but she just was undeniable. <laughs> she was one of those people who like 
you know, she doesn't fit the mold. And it's and, no, and that's doesn't. why I love her. That's I mean, that's why I have a lot of respect for her. I love her. She And she's a very talented songwriter. Totally. On top of performer and singer. She's so good. She's such a fucking that's an underrated thing about her is how gr- amazing a singer she is. She's my favorite pop star. You know, of the last however many years. Yeah, yeah. Like Katy Perry. Are you fucking kidding with Katy Perry? Some trying to some trying to say Katy Perry to me. Some trying to say Adele. <laughs> Adele just stands there. Beyonce? Oh yeah, Beyonce's the fucking the real deal. <laughs> Beyonce's Beyonce's better than Lady Gaga, if we're being honest. But like mm. Adele, come on. She just stands mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. What does she do? Sings. She's not in A Star is Born. One of the great <laughs> no, she's movies. Not, no. Oscar. She won the Oscar that movie. That was a great A Star is Born is a great movie. Do you like any of the other versions of it? Yeah, sure. Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. Is that your favorite other one? Uh Judy Garland. That's a good one. Which one's not good? How many? There's one more. There's like a really old one. I don't really. I'm, I'm yeah, unfamiliar. Four, I'm think, very yeah. unfamiliar with like the really old one. I've seen yeah. the Judy Garland one, but it's been a while. I've seen the Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand one multiple times, but I think the best one is the one Bradley Cooper one. Yeah. Okay. God bless. Okay. Bradley Cooper's also in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, lest we forget. Oh, yeah. Which is a hit movie right now in the movie theaters. Hmm. All right, anyway, my most valuable Degrassian is Fiona. She wasn't even in this episode. Oh, my God. What are we talking about? Stephanie Germanata. Talk about Degrassi. Spring break is over. Okay. I know. You you get into it, because I'm with you. Okay. I I I I have a quick blurb. It's not exciting, because this episode was not very exciting. But just so everyone knows, in this episode, Love Game... Claire can't believe that Eli is over her, and so she can't let the relationship go. Meanwhile, Jenna struggles with being a new mom. That's, like, really what happens in this episode. That's a great... Honestly, though, that's a great blurb. That's the Yeah, that's what would be on the back of the DVD box if they just had one episode in a DVD box. That would be a really (laughs) funny... Imagine you rented that, and you're like, that's it? (laughs) That's it? That's all I got? 22 minutes and 23 seconds? Oh, Um, before we get into this, can we talk about how, in the open, because I watched it again... mm -hmm. The Sav and Miss O, that's a little bit, that feels a little bit like. Spoiler. Are you serious? I'm serious. You're not serious. I know there is something coming. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not kidding you. Maddie O, Mrs. O. Stop. (laughs) Stop it. Sorry, I, 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 I didn't want to ruin it to you, for you, but I was You're also not, Are like, you being honest with me? <laughs> I'm being fucking honest with you. <laughs> Your reaction is so funny, though. That's what I'm laughing about. <laughs> I don't know what happens exactly, but I know that something happens between them. And it has to happen in the first half of this season before he graduates. Because I'm watching that open, and I'm like, that's a little bit like flirtatious to mm-hmm, me in that open. Mm-hmm. That is foreshadowing. I wasn't wrong. I'm, I see, mm-hmm. I'm very astute. You are, you are. And I, cause I already knew and that. I just like kind of glossed over it, but I recognized it when I saw it. The funny thing is, is I literally in my head after you just said that was like, do you think that's why 
they gave her that last the, the, like, <laughs> the last name. And then I was like, no, because he's not Maddie O. We made that up. Yeah. We called him. Yeah. That. No one. Oh, no, but they call him Mr. O. They did. Yeah. Right? Mr. Oleander. And they called him Mr. O. Do you think that's why her name I, is it that It has name? to be. It has to be connected somehow. <sighs> it's God. wild. Anyway, back to the other thing that I'm annoyed about. Who the fuck starts a semester after spring break? Well, I'm assuming... Look, I, I feel the same way. When you have a semester that's two a yeah. year, so that's assuming that they went to school from September until March or April, Maybe. and then they go back to school for a couple months. If you do a trimester schedule, then you might have like a third one, you know? But I was just like, they said it so many times, and I'm like, in what world, writers? In what world? And maybe, to be fair, we are not like the kings and the king and queen of knowing about research. Yeah. So I, we don't, there is a world where like maybe the school year is different in Canada. I don't know. I'm not here to, I'm not here to stake a flag in that. I don't know. Yeah. But is there a world? What, I'm going to look at yeah. it. I'm going to do some research on the air. Okay. You guys, get ready for this. I, get ready for the radio. Like I said, semester is two, trimester is three. My cool Nebraska guy. Something about baby you and I. <laughs> Canadian school year. You got to listen to that song, Rach. It's okay. so good. I will. No, it's the same. It goes till June. Yeah. That is absurd to me. That makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. So who do you have for biology? It's like, are you kidding me? You're in no. school for two more months. No, I was just like, why do it this way? It just felt like that's what happens after winter break, not after spring break. Exactly. It was such I a totally weird. Agree. It's because they have totally, they've gone off the rails about when they're dividing up these school years now because of airing this from like in the summer until the fall. I just want to fast forward to the stuff with Sav and Missa O'Neill. Yeah. That's like, oh, I can't stop thinking about it. I just want to get Well, the to next it. episode is What's My Age Again? So maybe that's when it happens. Ooh. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about Blink-182 next week. I can't wait. I feel Hey, broomheads, set aside three hours for the episode because... <laughs> Pat introduced me to a podcast uh, called Bandsplain, where they talk about a band for many, many, many hours many episode. Many. <laughs> many, 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 many. Yeah, they do. Shout out bands playing. What a great show. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Can't yes, wait to listen. Like God bless. To them talk about no doubt for three hours and 11 minutes. 311. It was a great episode. I listened to it. It was a grand episode. Hey, baby. Have we done no doubt yet? No, no. we haven't. I also already like put my, I put my notebook away because I was like, I'm done talking about the episode. You know, <laughs> no doubt's it. coming up. They are exciting. Here are, I looked up, I started going forward. Mm -hmm. I am, I can't, and, and then we'll get into the mm -hmm. episode. I am so, here's Broomheads set aside three hours. Mm -hmm. Fiona Apple. Mm. No doubt. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's a bunch of good radio heads coming up. Mm. No doubt is going to be a good one. Yeah. It came in with the breeze on Sunday morning. What's the name of the episode? Underneath it all. You're really lucky. Great song. So someone in Degrassi is wearing a skin suit is what you're telling me <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> And all I wanted was a simple. All right, anyway, we're getting, we're getting okay. way ahead of ourselves. 
but we gotta keep, we gotta make these episodes super long because we only do them every other week now. So, well, yeah, and this one's only twenty three minutes long, and it's not. I, this wasn't a, an exciting episode. I I said to Pat before that I think that it moves the plot along, but that's really all it's doing. When we got on, I put a movie on. I just put in the background. I just put a movie on. I just went to Amazon Prime and I put on License to Drive starring the two Corys. It's just ended. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been already been talking. We've just been talking about nothing but everything but Degrassi. Everything but the girl. I'm going to start this over. This. Yeah. A story in this is really about Claire and because they're back to school after spring break, she's finally seeing Eli since he got in the hospital because he crashed his car because Claire didn't like also, it. Also, he has a cane now that has a skull on it. Yeah, it's pretty great. He has a broken leg. Um, yeah. There's not so, a lot to these. Uh, oh, my God. We're like going to be done so fast. There's not a lot that happens in these episodes. Claire's trying on a bunch of headbands no. before school starts. Oh, yeah. she's And she's got like a tiny, so many tiny hats. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's just trying to find some headwear. <laughs> I, was, I called it the tiny hat montage to Passion Pit, which is not Passion yeah, Pit. I'm so like mind blown yeah. about this. So my whole life, I, I just assumed that was also a Passion Pit song. <laughs> one point this has nothing to do with either of the there's a moment where um anya fiona and holly J have like oh my god this is going to be our last semester together like you know and they have a mm-hmm. hug and then they're done they're not in the episode um but she's holly J is going to read announcements with sav and um she's mm-hmm. like are we good and he's like yeah fine i'm over you now how was your spring break what did you do and she goes you know dialysis <laughs> they're like really hammering this fucking dialysis really thing. hammering the dialysis is she gonna thing? die <laughs> it's like i hope not she's really i'd be sad if she died i would be sad too yeah so they're all gonna meet at above the dot the classic joint which was yeah that Peter is no longer or running Spinner. because Peter and Spinner were yeah. running it right. We have no idea where either of them have gone. Spinner went to, you know, Regina to live with Emma. I think they moved to True. Regina. Mm-hmm. With Sago Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got an apartment in the same house as Sean's parents. Mm-hmm. So um, they're going to above the dot. Your your friend Claire is getting ready to go with Allie. They're going to go to Above the Dot. They're going to hang out when the mom, mm-hmm. Mrs. Grimes Beach, is like, oh, dude, I told you, we got to have dinner with this new family from the church. Yeah, that we already know, but they moved down here. Yeah. Claire's like, this guy. And also, Miss Grimes Beach is recently divorced, and she needs to find a new partner, and she's very into this dad. He's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. He's a hot yeah. dad. He's a hot dad. And so Claire can't go to above the dot as a result. But all the while, there's this percolating thing that's happening where Eli does not seem to be like too like upset yeah. about the Claire thing. And it's and Claire is so serious. And she's like, we have to talk about this. And he's like, I don't really have time, yeah. nor do I particularly want to. And I thought he was just kind of like, didn't really want to talk to her about it. Um, and yeah. she just could not let it go. Like, yeah, this was our first glimpse of 
what I've been talking about, I think, a little yeah. bit of like the narcissistic sort of like selfish Claire of like, this mm-hmm. is about me. I Why are you making me feel this way? Yeah. When like, dog, you fucking broke up with him. He drove his car into a river. What did he do with his car? What did he drive it into? He crashed it. No, he crashed he it. Didn't, he, he didn't drive it into a river. Understanding that was the episode of The crash. Office. The Office? Yeah, the one where Steve Carell is like refuses to not acknowledge the GPS and so just drives it into a lake. I don't remember that. <clears throat> Big office mark uh, over here? No, no. I just, you know, I watched some of them when they were on originally. I don't go rewatch them all the time. On People planes. love The Office. Yeah. People are love it. And I thought it was like a fine show. People also love Friends. And I don't feel that way about friends. Yeah, da, 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 da. I would pick the office over friends if I'm being honest. Yeah, I probably would too. So Claire's pissed. She's gotta have this dinner with this with this new guy, Jake. Mm-hmm. And then Jake shows up. Mm-hmm. And, and Allie's like, ooh, who's that guy? Allie's into it. Jake's even mm-hmm. into it. She says, who's your friend? But Claire's yeah. like, I don't want to have dinner with this guy. He threw a frog at me the last time I saw him. A peace him. frog. Throw in a peace frog. <laughs> or yeah. one of the Budweiser frogs. Yeah, one of the Bud- Budweiser. Bud- Which Bud- one do you think? Er. Wise? Okay. About er. I was thinking er. <laughs> okay. But Claire's not really like feeling Jake, even though he is pretty hot. She's just like, I want to get to above the dot. So mm-hmm. the uh, Mrs. Grimes speech is like, Jake, how was your first day at Degrassi? Meanwhile, Claire didn't even know this guy was at Degrassi. Mm-hmm. And she says, maybe Claire can show you around. And Claire's got like, I got an even better idea. Everybody's at above the dot eating nachos and drinking right sodas. Now. I love how this is like such a like pure. It was just like having nachos and soda. Like nobody's yeah. doing anything debaucherous at all on this show. Nachos and soda. And Jake is very hungry, apparently. Nobody on this show can do anything like bad unless they are doing it so bad that they're almost dead. Like nobody can just be like at a party and like maybe have a couple of drinks and have fun. No, no. They have to be immediate alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. no, and you, go to rehab. Yeah. There's no vices unless it is problems. No one can just like go and smoke a joint. They have to become immediately addicted to methamphetamine. Like it's mm-hmm, not, there's mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. there's no like middle There's no ground. in between. Yeah. So they get to above the dot. She brings Jake to above the dot. Mm-hmm. And she starts like kind of pretending that like maybe Jake's her boyfriend to like maybe yeah try to she make like Eli holds jump. his arm a little bit takes him over to meet Eli I really Eli and Eli doesn't really give a shit he's like mm-hmm. cool cool dude see ya yeah. I'm playing pool with my bros mm-hmm. and um, Jake knows what's up he's like do you want to make out and make your boyfriend super jealous she fucking loses her mind. Oh my God. She screams in the middle of above the dot. Did three months mean nothing? Yes, it did. It was three months. It was. And I was like, wait, it was only three months. It feels like it's been years, but also we've been watching this for longer than that. Yeah. (laughs) 
But also, like, and not to say you were wrong, everyone has told you this was the right thing. Allie, Adam, et al. have told you breaking up with him was the right thing. But you did break up with him. Mm -hmm. But I guess the idea that, like, because her thing is it took you a year to get over your old girlfriend. Yeah. But she also died. Yeah. And And you thought it was your fault. And I'm not quite convinced that it wasn't. At this point. Yeah. We've yeah. met well, this person. Well, she shot his photo, her photo later, so who knows? Yeah, she couldn't even, let, she could, he wouldn't even let her rest in peace. He was shooting her photo, mm-hmm. for heaven's mm-hmm. sakes. So, yeah, she screams at him. And then Jake is like, okay, time to leave. I Okay, so we were talking earlier, you were saying, maybe not so heartthrobby. And then... Well, this, it's especially the part when he's eating dinner at their house and stuffing his face. Yeah, eat it. <laughs> I like a man with a big appetite. That's what Claire was thinking. The dad is definitely hotter. Sorry, it's on TV right now. <laughs> but the thing that I think makes him a heartthrob mm-hmm. is how seamlessly he fit in. Mm, yeah, yeah. With not only Claire, but like talking to Adam and Eli over here at the Mm -hmm. pool table. Mm -hmm. He was pretty easy to fit in quickly with the gang around the table, eating the nachos, Dave and Sadie. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to Sadie once Dave and Allie start? I know. I feel bad for Sadie. I'm like, you're not going to last long, are you? I don't think so. So Jake is like, all right, we got it. Like, that was the thing. Like, we got to get out of here. Like, he just knew. And that's why I Mm -hmm. was like, that was when I wrote a heartbreaker yeah. is enter- a heartthrob has entered the chat. It wasn't yeah. the initial viewing of him. It yeah. was the saving and like bringing her. And he out. has this conversation with her. He's like, "Why does everything have to be so dramatic?" And I'm like, "You barely know this person." But, but she was being so right, so right. <laughs> yes, in his defense, she was being very dramatic. This is the first. I said this, but this is the first time that I've been like, "Oh, maybe this is why people don't like Claire because she was mm, feeling yeah. a lot like." I mean, you wrought this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they kiss and it makes her feel. Yeah. He says you need closure. She's like, how am I going to get closure? He's like, let me just try something. (gasps) Ooh. Hot kiss. Yeah. And she's entitled to feel upset about what happened. But the fact that like she wants Eli to talk with her about it is not something that will necessarily happen in a relationship after you break up with someone. I agree. And then all that we're saying about how this could be like the first sort of cracks in the armor of Claire. Mm -hmm. She does go back to school. This is what I kind of like about Claire is she automatically realizes like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. That was stupid and wrong. Now, I think part of it is because she's now distracted by this handsome boy mm-hmm. who's kissing mm-hmm. her on the mouth. But she is like, I have to apologize to Eli about what happened. Mm-hmm. And um, this is when she says, I owe you an apology. I understand you don't have feelings for me anymore. And I guess that's that. And then he says rather dramatically. I don't have feelings at all because I'm on meds. So they've taken away his feelings. Yeah. He's on anti-anxiety meds. And I'm like, which ones of those take away all your feelings? I was a little bit like, I think you're being a little (laughs) dramatic now. I I don't know. I can't, I don't want to say that, but it does feel very Eli to be like, I don't have any feelings at all. Now 
I know people who have taken antidepressants of different sorts that have felt like that's kind of muted their feelings, but (laughs) said they don't have any feelings. And also that's not what he said he was taking. (laughs) Right. But who knows what he's taking? I mean, Eli is a world unto himself. DJ Bullfrog, baby. Mm hmm. Um, he, so Claire felt bad because she was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I've been yelling at this person who's obviously like going through it. He's, he's, he's on one. But she should have realized that like her yelling at him was not helping the situation at all anyway. Yeah, I agree. My, my feeling of the whole thing was like, oh, he's obviously just like doing this to shake you. To fuck with her. Yeah. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. to fuck with her, but almost as self-preservation. I don't think he was Mm -hmm. trying to do it to fuck with her. I think it was self-preservation. Like the only way I could deal with this is if I just pretend like nothing happened and I'm fine. Mm -hmm. But I guess there's another layer to it. So this is a Lady Gaga episode. So oftentimes I, I will listen to the band during the day. And so today I was Mm -hmm. listening to a lot of Lady Gaga and Mm -hmm. Max was fucking into it. Every song I played, he was like, because I have a running, because he's always in the car with me, and I listen to mm-hmm. songs on First Wave and Lithium, and he'll mm-hmm. always be like, oh, put this on my list, and I have a playlist of songs. Oh, his songs. And yeah. so every fucking Lady Gaga song that came on, he was like, deep cuts. He was like, put this on my list, put this on my list. And then I played <laughs> Love Game, which I don't really, I'm not relatively familiar it, yeah. with. And he, of course, wanted it on his list. And the opening... uh words of love game are let's have some fun this beat is sick i want to take a ride on your disco stick which is his penis means she wants to fuck him (laughs) yeah yeah. and he was like can you put this on my list and i was like yeah sure (laughs) i just had to i forgot to bring that up earlier oh my god that's amazing disco stick yeah anyway I don't know. Despite all of this, like clear red flags, I still really like Eli and Claire. <laughs> Something about it that worked for me. There is a there. They feel like they belong together. Yeah. Like, whereas, it, like, I can see that Jake and Claire are going to become a thing, and I'm not. I'm not that into it right now. Well, it just started, Rach. I know. But they don't seem as like matched this seems like it was but it was like um craig and ashley Mm -hmm. but they didn't end up a thing true though they felt very matched they did feel very matched you know i would also i would also argue like spinner and emma who everyone saw that coming you know that felt like a real match (laughs) oh my god spinner and Paige felt like a good match for a long time there yeah well yeah I like you know what I'm still a big spinner in Jane. Yeah, guy. I did like that combo too. They did Jane so dirty. This show did Jane so dirty. We should have stopped watching it. We should have never forgave them for how they treated our beloved Paula yeah, Brancati. She's the best. So, you know what? Her yeah. last name starts with Jane. You mean Paula Brancati? Yeah. Oh yeah, it starts with a <gasps> B story. Tyson, that's his name. I knew Tyson. we'd get to it. I was just like, just wait for it. No fanfare. Why did they just fucking name him Tyson Ty. from the beginning? Why did they have two episodes where he didn't have a name? Oh my God. I don't know. Baby Guthrie. Let's go out to the concert. Do you think Michael Grassi was like, I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Jenna is here going to a concert days after giving birth. And then she's mad that she's has to be home with the baby. 
times. Here's the thing. All of these people are right. All everyone involved in this is is mm-hmm. right. They're right to feel frustrated yeah. when they feel frustrated. They're right to feel empowered when they feel empowered. They're right to feel confused when they feel confused because this is an impossible thing for an adult for two adults to do. Mm-hmm. So it is so much mind-numbingly impossible. Mm-hmm. For two, f- how, what year are they? Are they 15? Yeah, they're 16? sophomores. They're, they're tenors. 15 years old. 15 mm-hmm. years old. So I give them a pass for all of their misdirect. Because mm-hmm. everything that they do wrong, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it, it's fixed with a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, and none of it's like, someone being so mad about something it's like missteps right jenna is right to be annoyed with casey Mm -hmm. when she's annoyed with casey but casey also doesn't fucking know yeah so when she tells him he's like i guess we should say what's going on yeah so jenna jenna's not coming back to school right now she's gonna come back in the fall which i'm confused about how what that means she misses then and what grade that puts her in like we'll find out an entire semester that lasts two months yeah an entire semester um so we'll see what happens there but i'm also kind of i think the thing that was interesting about this was that this implied to me that like they hadn't discussed how they were going to do any of this beforehand and i thought that they kind of had gotten into a good place and had all figured out like what was happening before she gave birth so i find the issue is also that like she doesn't have any parents no no and she just lives with her brother in like a small apartment that's far away from school and stuff yeah and not that close to casey and his mom Casey's I know I always sing is inviting Jenna to live with her um and they they have a sweet relationship but like Jenna decided she's not coming back to school but Casey is still going to school and so it's just this kind of like she's a little bit bitter that she has to be home all the time but it's not better for both of them not to go to school like no totally not and but again and that and that's again where it's like she's absolutely right to feel yeah because there is the thing of like well why do i have to do this and you don't have to do anything but also he if you just said to him yeah that you feel that way this is how i feel he's obviously very open to be like oh god fuck i'm sorry and he didn't even know that she was upset about it until she said something and then he was like well i can drop out of school too and maybe i can get a job the thing that's cute that's like sweet about it is they're both Mm -hmm. fumbling through it with yeah, and it's and that's what made it not super annoying. There's no malice. Like there's no like when yeah. Casey's like, I'm gonna go hang out with the boys because she's sleeping. Yeah, because he doesn't fucking understand that this is like a he doesn't understand what goes into spending an entire day with the baby. It's exhausting and mm-hmm. it's also boring, which makes it like mm-hmm. extra ex- like it's so hard to figure out. And yeah. so when he leaves and she's so upset and then I actually give her credit for being like, nah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go too." Yeah. Although mm-hmm. you have a baby. You got Now you have a baby. Yeah. So she ends. And that's why I said like she went to the concert right. last week. Because yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. Which was like that baby was like days old. <laughs> yeah. 
so that's why I'm like, it's not like you haven't gotten to do anything, but I mean, that's like the shift is that you don't get to do as much stuff. You can't just leave anymore. And I, and, and the, and the idea that it, that should be for both of them is true. It should be for both of them. Mm -hmm. They've like, that's what the brother says. He's 50% of who made this, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't, but they also live in different homes. You can't, and that's the hard part there is that they didn't really think this through about like how they were going to handle sharing these responsibilities fairly because they can't drive. They, so it's like hard to get in between each other's homes and stuff. So like, how do you make this easier? Yeah, she had to take like a train and a bus just to get to Degrassi on the morning of the first day of school. Yeah, two buses, two buses, two buses oh to school. And like, I've I've taken kids I've babysat before in public transit and taking a kid on a bus, especially a newborn, um, with a stroller. Cause she had a stroller. Awful. I was just like, that's a nightmare. I, I would, I, I choose not to Horrible. do it. Horrible. Strap them to me. That's fine. But no, don't make me take a stroller on public transit. But like, ultimately they're both like very sweet. They're just like sort of fumbling mm-hmm. through this thing and figuring yeah. out what works and what doesn't work. So then he basically what happens is, he kind of comes to see her and then he says, I'm going to go hang out with the, my friends at the dot. And he leaves. She's mad and deservedly. So she should be because he should have a little bit of common sense that this isn't like great, but yeah. also he's a but 16 he year old shown dumb to have like, common sense yeah, exactly. at all either. So, so she ends up going to above the dot with the baby and is basically mm-hmm. like, you're a dickhead. Like, take him. I'm going to hang out. So then so yeah. then that happens and she hangs out and then yeah. she goes back to his house. She's she's going around. She's like, I miss my friends. I miss Dave and Allie. And new, new guy. guy. <laughs> it was Jake. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was a great line read from Jenna. <laughs> that was good. That was. And then so then she hangs out for a while and then falls asleep. At the above the dot. Yeah. And is shook and awake. And she's like, oh, my God, he Tyson needs me, even though he's annoying and only poops and sleeps and yells. I can't be without Mm -hmm. him. And that's sort of like the moment. So then she Mm -hmm. goes back to Casey's who Casey went to his house with his mom Mm -hmm. and they have sort of like a nice hash it out where it's like. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't know. And w- what are we going to do? How are we going to figure this out? I'll drop out of school. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. But I like being here with you was the big takeaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the next morning, Casey asks his mom, Casey's mom, as we know, as we mm-hmm. know her, mm-hmm. can she move in? And she was very happy about it. She was like, yes, indeed. She was like, I was going to suggest this, but she's like, but I'm not a 24 hour babysitter either. But yeah, that's, I'm, I was surprised that they hadn't had this conversation previously, but that wouldn't have made for good television. It wouldn't have made for good television. So I'm glad that this all worked out for them in the end. Yay. When Casey asked her to move in and she got Mm -hmm. choked up and I did do a little bit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's just me, you know. Yeah, I still find Jenna kind of annoying, but I kind of liked them both. She was she was deservedly so in this. It's just that I just am not a huge fan. I liked them both in this 
more than I've liked them previously cuz I just sort of fe- yeah. I just feel for them. I I felt more for them for it's sure. It's so fucking hard to do that and I it's so hard to do it like when you're fucking 30. I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. having to like wrap my head around like dealing with that with school and Casey's on a basketball team and like fuck goddamn heavens to god. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Rachel, but we like to rate these episodes on the uh, on whether or not they go there. And um, what's this? This yeah. or that? What do we call it? This or that? Now, now or, or never. never. So so, and this time we're ra- rating them on the it's now or it's never. Pretty simple. It's now means it goes there. It's never means it doesn't go there. So, Rach, is it now or is it never? I think it's I think never. It's never. Yeah, I gave it a three and a number scale, so I think that's a never. I like that you do do a number scale, too. So should we just go back to the number scale? It, maybe we should go back to the number You're not scale. feeling the feel it's like now, now or never? I'm not feeling the now or never because I feel like it's going to be a lot of nevers. I felt like you were the one who was more into the it's now, it's never, and now yeah. I've shifted towards sort of liking the it's now or never. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't mean that we can't. Stick with it. We could see what happens next week. It might be a now. This is definitely a never. It might be a never. This is definitely a never, though. Although, Eli doesn't have any feelings. Yeah, he's numb. Have no more feelings. They just went out What'd the window. Yeah. The hearse. When he got in that car crash. I like how, like, they, she, she, she's like, he crashed his hearse. Right? I mean, you mm-hmm. would just say car, I feel like. <laughs> No, I mean, it was specifically it was hers, so specifically you got to really... Hers. You are right, that is fair. <laughs> I also like that um, Justin Bieber is called out again in this episode, and he was just called out in an episode Is he going to be on this show? Is I he Canadian? So. Yes. Oh, he is. He is. He is, right? So the big funny... The, the, the bit is, he's probably never going to be on the show, but they were probably like, let's just say his name a lot, and maybe he'll show up. Because he's a famous Canadian. Yep. He's Canadian. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get him, but I, I feel like I feel like he's not going to do they it. They are trying to get him real hard. Yeah, he's got better things to do. So Pat, I give it a three. Okay, yeah, that's what I said. Three also. I, I just took it from you. So Pat, there's a lot of Degrassians in this episode and. They imply that there's, you know, besides Jake, they imply there's some new people coming in. We have some new people on the credits. Imogen. It's it's a new semester. It's after spring break. Which one is Imogen <laughs> in the credits? Do you know? Christine Prosperi. Oh, I don't know what that. What is she doing in the credits? She's wearing like the little uh, cat ears. Got it. In, on the stage. Yep. Now I know exactly who that is. Because mm-hmm. she's the one that everybody uh, talks about. Imogen. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pat, what's up out of all these Degrassians, who would make you so upset that you would scream across the room at them while you're in above Above the dot? dot. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is my, no, (laughs) not Um, in the episode. episode. (laughs) You know what I was thinking last week when we were talking, I was like, could we say Kiki Palmer? And you were sort of against it. And then, but the fact of the matter is you can't because she's not a Degrassian. Oh, true. This is the most valuable Degrassi. Neither is Bieber, so. Um, It's Tyson, right? Me? 
Yeah. Oh, Tyson, Tyson Guthrie? Yeah. No, is that Tyson Guthrie? I'm going with Jake, baby. Let's get it on. Oh, you're ready for Jake. I'm ready for him. I'm ready for the I thought he was I thought he was pretty charming. Mm-hmm. Nice. Seems like a nice guy. Seems like he fits in, gets along with everybody. We'll see how it goes. He could turn into a nightmare. I don't know how this turns I don't know how it turns out. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. So yeah. for me right now, I didn't feel like anybody jumped off the page. So we got a new character who kisses Claire in a hot kiss, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And Pretty he was good. he was very uh smart in what he said to Claire in yeah. a good way. So I I see it. I see it. So I'm on the Jake train. Put me on that Jake okay. train toot toot. Okay. What about you, Rach? Who's your most valuable Degrassian? I felt like it was a hard episode to pick someone from. Uh, I, I either feel like it's a clear winner or it's like impossible. There's like no in-betweens on these. Um, but I think that I'm going with Jenna. Okay. And I'm Good going answer. with Jenna because I feel like even though I said I find her annoying, I think that she like actually asked for what she needed in this episode. And mm. I really liked when she just took the baby to above the dot and was like, you're going to go home with it. <laughs> I like that too. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. And I like that. She was not I like miss new guy. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the moments when she was mad at Casey, mm-hmm. she was also sticking up for Casey. Like she kind of understood, like she knows that this is like a weird thing mm-hmm. and that they need to figure it out. And then she gets them closer to figuring it out. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. It's not going to be an easy road. No, we'll see. Good yeah. answer. I like yeah. giving Jenna the MVD. Yeah, I know. And it's for someone who I'm like, ah, oh, not a huge fan, but I still, and we'll give her time. Give her time. This is kind of her one of her better episodes, though. It is. I I really think so. Because even when she is mad, she's pretty forgiving almost right away. Like she's yeah. just when he comes when she comes back to the house, she's just like, I really like being with you, and it's like, oh, you're sweet. They're sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Remember when Casey was Claire's boyfriend? Yeah, God, I forgot about that already. Claire's had so many boyfriends. She really has. Pat. What's up? We have someone to welcome into the room this week. Oh, we do? Yeah. Let me get this guy out of the closet. Hold on. Yeah. Did you prep your song? No. <laughs> I, after oh. you said that, I was like, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> and I was like, I oh, don't. my goodness. This is so hello, Rachel. Oh, it's good to see you, Mr. Del Rossi. Oh, you are so you look so nice. Is that the Oh my goodness. You correct me if I'm wrong. But I oh, but I think I spot. I know a, I know a good tour t-shirt when I see one. Is that the t-shirt from a razor blade the suitcase tour from Bush? It is, it is indeed. Oh my gosh, is that the real one or did they reprint them for Urban at the Theaters? No, this is a real one. Oh, my God. You got that on the tour? You went to see them? I didn't go to the tour, but I bought it, like, shortly thereafter, Uh, probably from their website or something. Well, were you sending a money orders on a COD? I was. COD. Big on the COD. You were getting the COD? I'm surprised that people allowed that to happen, but I guess they didn't have another way to get money. Well, we were much more trustworthy place in those days when we yeah. had the COD. We didn't give a COD. But I mean, here's the thing. If I send it and then you don't give it the C, I don't do the D. 
That's true. You know what I'm saying? It goes right to back. It comes right to back to me. Yeah, that's true. No C, don't do the D, comes right to back to me. (laughs) Tell me something good. Tell me that you like it. I had such a fun time singing the song, the scenes from an Italian restaurant last week. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wanted to do a whole version of the song, but I didn't. I didn't have a time. It's okay. Next time. I was going to do a Brenda and Eddie, but do Dylan DeMarco, but I didn't have enough time to think about it. Yeah. You know Dylan? You know Dylan? Yeah, a Dylan. He was my son's boyfriend, but they didn't tell me he was a boyfriend. And a Marco. He didn't tell me they were boyfriends. I took him to the Italian restaurant in the mall by the movie theater, (laughs) and we had such a nice time. And did you say bottle of red, bottle of white? No, they don't have a booze in the mall, Rachel. You can't oh. have a booze. It's a bottle of s- Coke. That, it's a bottle where... of Coke, a bottle of Sprite. I thought that's kind where Hot Sue went on a tonight. date. Oh, yes. She's a Hot Sue. Mm-hmm. Me like a Hot Sue, too. I like a Hot Sue. You like Hot Sue. You're talking about the Hot Sue Lacus? Yeah, she your favorite, Degrassi. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I like a sister playing Sue Lacus, too. She's also very nice. <laughs> But I'm a married. I'm a married man. Mm. Marco and Dylan. I had a whole song planned, but I didn't do it. Maybe next time. Yeah. Why you bring me out of the closet? I was having my dinner. Your Cheez-Its? Cheese nah. nips. No, no, no. Tonight I was not having a Cheez-Its. I was having a tuna can. It just opens a tuna can. It gives it to me. I eat it with oh. a fork. Oh, well, at least give you a fork. That's not too bad, though. <laughs> it's like a cat. It's like a cat <laughs> food, but I get the yeah. fork, which is, it's a plastic fork. And does I he say, drain it you? at least first, or? Yes, 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 okay, yes, yes. Nice, to yeah. be fair, he, yes, 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 he does. He's not a bad person. He just doesn't, yeah. I don't know. He tells me don't have to stay here, but. But then I just feel like his closet's going to smell like tuna. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. It's funny because, like, he gives it to me, and he gives me a plastic spoon, and I say, but this is a plastic bad for the environment. Just give me a metal spoon. He buys all the plastic spoons. He's bad, Pat. <laughs> Pat buys the bad things for the environment. He has a plastic mm-hmm. spoons and a fork. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It's terrible. So many plastic bags. He puts them over my head sometimes. So I brought you here to welcome someone into the room. Uh, this is, I'm not going to put the plastic bag on nobody's head mm-hmm. that I welcome into mm-hmm. the room. That is not the hell it works. Mm-mm. Who are we got to welcome to the room today? It's Keely. Keely, oh my goodness. I am just over the moon to welcome you into the room. It is so nice to have you here, Keely. Thank you so much for all you do for your work in the world. It is so good to have you in it. And it is even better to have you in the room. And when you come to the room, I'll sing you the version of a scenes from an Italian restaurant. That's a Marco and Marco and Deal. And remember that Cabrera and Eddie. I'll sing the whole song to you mm-hmm. when you come mm-hmm. here. It's going to be a beautiful song and a beautiful time to be together. Oh, my goodness. And I sing a Lady Gaga song. So you like a Lady Gaga? Oh, I know everybody does, except for Rachel. Rachel's like, oh, you know, I don't think she's so yeah. good. She's got a couple of songs, maybe. I like the one. I like the one with R. Kelly. Great. And it's I don't like any I, of the I, Star you know. is Born songs. <laughs> Even the beautiful song she sings at the end to her dead husband. Spoiler alert. Ooh, I did it again. Uh, I did it again. But the the one that doesn't have the one that doesn't have R. Kelly but has Christina Aguilera is actually very good. 
Because Christina can sing also. I like it to spoil movies. That is why I'm a you little do. I'm a little dirty bastard. I like it to spoil movies like a like a dirty bastard. What's a movie you never see? <laughs> I spoil it. I tell you what that happens at the end. Cause you know why, Rach? Why? I'm a dirty bastard. All right. I think it might be time for you to leave, Mr. Del Rossi. Oh, it is, it is so nice. Keely, thank you so much. Once again, no jokes. No more jokes. No more jokes to say. It is a nice to have you. Welcome. You're going to have a nice time. These two, they watch a Twilight of Movies, and you get to hear about the Twilight of Movies. You get to hear about the instant star. She sings the song now, whatever mm-hmm. it takes. Alex is Oh, a- God. It is... A- Alex is a mm-hmm. Johnson. She see welcome to the Johnsons. That's a bar in the city. Anyway, great to have you. I love you. You're the best person I ever known. Thank you so much. Good night. I gotta go. <laughs> I didn't finish with my tuna can in the oil. Oh, it was the oil kind. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. I like because you know why I like it at the rich. Why? Because I'm a dirty bastard. <laughs> saying it actually maybe don't keep saying that i Rachel, think i'm good let me what? tell you something no you're, something I know you're gonna you don't say. know about me I know maybe you don't say. know about me before today i'm a little bit of a dirty bastard oh come on just stop it kitty knows all about it i love everybody good night i'm a dirty bastard Bye. I don't have all plastic utensils. It's just the one time I gave him a plastic utensil. (laughs) Gives me shit about it. Sometimes when you order seamless, they just send them. Yeah, even when you say don't send these. I say don't send them, and they still still send them. And they still fucking send them. So I have it marked on all of my orders, don't send them, and they send them. And sometimes I give them to him when he eats the tune in my closet. He's fucking dragging me for it. What are you gonna do? Of, I'm getting sick of them, to be honest. I, oh. I know everybody. I know everybody loves them, but like, yeah. Well, at don't... least Pierce Morgan isn't in your closet. Oh no, he's he died. <laughs> he died. He's dead. Pierce, Pierce Morgan is fucking dead. <laughs> this guy in my and the thing is, like, I tell don't live in my closet. You don't. Uh-huh. You can live anywhere you want. We have Zoom. Yeah, you can just join the Zoom. But he is a little dirty bastard, I have to say. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, man. I'm on the edge of glory, and I'm hanging out a moment with you. God damn it. It's a great day today. Got to listen to a lot of Lady Gaga. Got to talk about Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Got to feed this fucking dirty bastard tune in my closet. <laughs> Tried to figure out what a what a fucking spring semester is that starts in <laughs> fucking May, for heaven's sakes. Oh man, I'm just still. I'm that was the thing that set me off the most. I'm like, no, no. I know that's I not how it. this works. That's not how it works. That's not how it worked in the rest of the seasons of Degrassi either. I don't think so. I'm with you. Oh my goodness. It's it's wild. It's something else. But anyway, if you yeah. like what you're hearing, you can give us a five-star review on oh, Apple yeah. Podcasts or on Spotify. That. Yeah. If you don't like what you're hearing, 
maybe don't leave a review. If you don't like what you're hearing, go fucking fuck yourself and go listen to something you do like. Stop giving us one star <laughs> reviews. Did we get any of those? Not in a long time, but it's just, I, I don't know. It's like I'm very clear in the description what we're doing here. Yeah. Listen, we love reviews. If you haven't, if you listen to the show and you haven't written a review yet, come on. What are you doing? Write us a nice review. Yeah. And then you can find us on Instagram now at Dean Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is also Dean Podcast, and so is Patreon. Mm-hmm. No, Patreon's just Deem. Um, and then there's also the wonderful uh, Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group. Send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. We may or may not write back to you for a while, but we'll try. Yeah, yeah. There's a backlog and of emails in there. That's a whole thing. It's all yeah. But get on the Patreon. Patreon's yeah. Deem podcast. We're gonna deem Patreon slash dot com slash deem. We're gonna do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. We got some things cooking. Yeah, got some things cooking. You'll never know what they are. Mm-mm. That's a good place to be. Them. Eat We're them. gonna eat them. We're gonna eat them. You're just gonna eat them right up. Mr. Del Rossi's gonna do a whole show on Patreon. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. He's not going to do all the show on Patreon because he doesn't deserve it, to be honest. No, I'm no. just going to tell you the truth. This guy, he's not always cracked up to be. Everybody loves this guy coming in and out all the time, but he's not, you know, he's a little, he's kind of a dirty bastard, if I'm saying. Yeah. And by dirty, I don't mean like he's like a, like a physically dirty person. He's just like kind of a, like a little shit. Like he's a shit stir. That's what he means. <laughs> when he says I'm a dirty bastard, it's like I'm a little bit of a, I'm a little bit yeah. of a shit. I like to oh spoil. He's always spoiling. He's always spoiling movies. He watches oh movies on his phone in my closet and then tells me what happens at the end of them when he knows I haven't seen them yet. This guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, temper your love for Mr. Del Rossi. There's also oh no God, temperature so controlled room, guys. Like, he tells you this shit. It's not real. <laughs> it's just a lovely place where we all meet and hang out and talk and. Yeah. About Twilight movies. Yeah. Anyway, this is always a pleasure, Rachel. Great to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. I'm glad we got to do this. <laughs> I'm always glad we get to do this every day. It's fun. It is. It is fun. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, good night. <laughs> good night. And, and grilled cheese, definitely. Grilled cheese, definitely. Ichniowski. Ichniowski, baby. <laughs> You should do it last. <laughs> okay. Ikniowski. I've uh I've co-opted Ikniowski. <laughs>